You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining, as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing good. It's another beautiful week here in Florida. We're getting ready for Christmas. It's fun, magical time of the year. Looking forward to it, but we got some wrestling talk to talk about. Well, specifically, WWE talk. Yes, sir. It's going to be fun on a bun. Let's get it. Yes, sir. So we're going to be quite busy this week because we'll bring you WWE talk today. We'll bring you baseball, basketball talk tomorrow, football talk on Wednesday, and then AEW talk on Thursday. Letting you all enjoy your holiday. Back Sunday for more WWE talk. All right. Yes, sir. So that's the schedule moving forward. So here we go. Are you ready? Let's go. Monday Night Raw from last week. Bobby Lashley demanded a title opportunity. The the Almighty backed up last week's attack with a demand for a WWE title opportunity. And WWE officials Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville obliged with the caveat that he have to take down Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E in three separate singles matches to do so. Yeah. I love it. Make him earn it. Right. Trying to make him earn it, to say the least. But, you know, we'll see what happens because it could be quite... uh, Yeah. Quite the show for Lashley on Monday night. All right. The first match of the night featured Otis taking on one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, Riddle. The transformation of Otis was on full display as the Bulldozer put on perhaps his most impressive performance in a matchup with Raw Tag Team Champion Riddle. 
Riddle attempted to chop down the larger superstar with kicks and appeared headed for victory as he channeled the Viper. Otis, though, would respond, however, and catch the original bro for a slam and the pin and even would elbow his way out of a post-match RKO from the Apex Predator. Cooper, what are your thoughts on Otis with the upset? Otis, baby. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as, as calm, cool, and collected and funny as he once was, but, you right. know... Maybe this change has brought him into his own. Who knows? And we'll see. Definitely, it's got interesting implications moving forward, or at least in the tag race, uh, tag division. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. We'll see if he maybe will eventually move on to back to singles competition, um, where he once was actually pretty decently dominating until they ruined that for him. <laughs> All right, next up, we had Bianca Belair taking on Dewdrop. Not many superstars can match the strength of Bianca Belair, but Dewdrop isn't most superstars. The brash newcomer pushed around the EST of WWE at times, but at a high-risk maneuver opened the door for the former SmackDown Women's Champion. As Dewdrop climbed the top rope, Belair responded with a powerbomb and took to the sky for a 450 splash to put the exclamation point on a hard-fought victory. The bitterness carried onto the ramp as Dewdrop took her frustrations out with a blindside attack and a taunt for the road. Boy... Yeah, man, this this is crazy between these two. Uh, it's a uh, quite the rivalry going on right now. Mm-hmm. It is quite interesting how this thing is going through back and forth. I mean, it is kind of interesting to see someone actually match match strength with uh, Bianca Belair. So yeah, definitely. Man. It's kind of an intriguing uh, watch, to say the least. All right, next up, Becky Lynch um, had a segment with Liv Morgan. The bad blood boiled over again between the two competitors, and Liv Morgan tried to unleash new aggression on Becky Lynch. The man responded with another level of brutality with a uh, to crush Morgan's arm with the steel steps before agreeing to a Raw Women's Championship rematch. Oh, I get it. Let's break her arm and then give her then give her her title shot. Okay, All right. Let's okay. wound her and then I feel more confident in myself to beat you. Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh-huh. to see how this uh, culminates. It's probably going to culminate at WWE Day 1. Um, and we'll see what happens in that rematch. All right, the Dirty Dogs took on Finn Balor and Damian Priest. The United States champion wanted to repay Dolph Ziggler with a smash hit of his own, but it was Austin Theory that left the, with a uh, viral moment. Finn Balor, Finn Balor and Damian Priest teamed up for a surprising alliance to humble Ziggler and Robert Roode and controlled much of the early action. An intervention from Theory, though, would change the course of the match and set up the prince, set the prince up for a zigzag to end it. Uh, I don't like this Austin Theory guy. He's annoying, mm-hmm. irritating, and what's with the freaking selfies in the ring, bro? I don't know. It's it's, it's pathetic, man. And it's a headache. It's dumb. <sighs> Hopefully we'll get the Damian Priest Austin Theory match soon, so that way Priest can dispose of him. Yes, kill him. Basically, oh. yeah, that'd be nice. But uh, let the Damian out. All right, let him destroy the Theory and uh, put an end to that crap for a while because it's quite annoying. But uh, interesting tag match though with Finn Balor and Damian Priest teaming up. That can be. Maybe something more to come down the road would be interesting to see. Maybe, man. We'll have to see. Yes, sir. All right. Queen Zelina took on Rhea Ripley. The women's tag champions continue to show their strength in numbers as another encounter with Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. With a number of recent setbacks shaking her confidence, Nikki A.S.H. hoped to help out her friend, 
But Carmelo responded with a super kick that took Ripley's focus away from action. Uh, Queen Zelina then sprang into action and got the roll-up of the Nightmare to seal the deal on the upset. Yeah, sometimes that's how it happens, man. Just just a quick little distraction and then boom. Right. Match is done. All right. So the first match of the night for Bobby Lashley was to take on Seth Rollins. Everybody has a plan to, uh, until they get hit with a Bobby Lashley spear. Seth Rollins appeared to have a scheme up his uh, appeared to have a scheme to keep the Almighty away from day one, with Kevin Owens coming in to deliver a disqualification win. Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce uh, refused to let it stand and restarted the match as a no disqualification match. Lashley then made, made most of the opportunity with a quick spear to finish off the architect. Uh, what is with freaking Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville? I don't know. Why do they so badly want Bobby Lashley in this match? I have no and idea. And I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, if, if the tables were turned and he did something like that, would they even, would they even restart the match? Probably not. But then again, who knows with these two, because it seems like they're just favoring who they want to favor right now. Yeah. And it's kind of retarded. Yeah, to say the least. All right, next up, we had The Miz, Maurice, and Edge mixing it up ahead of WWE Day 1. The Miz hoped to, hoped to lay out his Hall of Fame case, uh, but Edge emerged to lay out the A-lister instead. The uh, rated R superstar charged for a second time, though. The Miz used Maurice as a human shield before hitting a scroll-cushing finale on Edge, but got a slap from his wife that led a bad, left a bad taste in his mouth. Ah, uh, yeah, man, that's that's cowardice, and that's your wife, dude. Yeah. You'd be sleeping in the doghouse there for a while, buddy. A long while, because that yeah, should not be man. happening whatsoever. And, uh, ah. You keep treating that woman like this, she's going to go find somebody else. She's a pretty lady, dude. That's right. And remember, she is a former French model, so wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Alright, and Bobby Lashley took on Big E in a no-disqualification match. The Almighty had one more obstacle to climb to earn a WWE title opportunity, but Big E wasn't going down without a fight. The tables came out early, and Bobby Lashley seemed destined for the win after creating splinters with a slam of the WWE champion. However, Owens and Rollins would make one last effort to keep Ashley on the sidelines at WWE Day 1, but it was a cane smash from MVP to the need of Big E that allowed the Almighty to punch his ticket the inaugural New Year event. What a surprise. Oh, what a surprise. What yeah. did what what why are they doing this to Big E? What did Big E who did Big E piss off? To now go from a one-on-one match you know with what I don't like, I must say this. They have it in for the new day. No matter what, I don't give a crap if, if you know they're they're on separate shows right now or whatever the case is. They have had it out for them since day, let's say day one. (laughs) Like, for real, dude. It's bullcrap. I mean, you look at the way they did Kofi. Yeah. And now the way they're doing, you know, Xavier with him being king of the ring. Now he's just like, oh, he won king of the ring. Big deal. Let's let Roman beat the shit out of him. Right. And then now this with with, uh, Big E. It's like, why are you doing this to some of your best talent? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's asinine. It drives me crazy. Right. Let's sit there and go from a one-on-one match with Seth Rollins to then a triple threat match with Kevin Owens and now a fatal four-way with Bobby Lashley is included now. I hope to God he pulls it out, man. I do too because this is getting ridiculous. And this will be a terrible 
um, waste of talent with Big E. And he just hopefully, if he loses, hopefully maybe he'll come out, win the freaking uh, Royal Rumble, and move back to SmackDown with the rest of the guys and go after whoever's Universal Champion. Yeah. Because the disrespect he's getting on Raw is ridiculous right now. It very much so is. And it drives me crazy, dude. Because I look at him and I'm like, that is a champion. Mm -hmm. That man is huge. That man is everything that Vince McMahon likes in a wrestler. Why are you disrespecting him so much? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. All right. So let's go go ahead and switch gears and move over to SmackDown. Tony Storm and Sasha Banks teamed up to take on Charlotte, Charlotte Flair and Shotzi. After SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair got, her dis- got herself disqualified in a ruthless fashion last week against Tony Storm, Storm rejoined or joined forces with Sasha Banks in an extremely hard-fought tag team showdown against the Queen and Shotzi. The per- uh, persistent up-and-comer uh, Tony would use her elite athletic ability to score the quick pinfall over the SmackDown Women's Champion. Was, what a momentum builder, right? Yes. And, and not only that, but it gets into the queen's head. Because you know she hates losing and she oh, yes. knows still about it. The only problem is, this is going to be a pay-per-view. And what does Charlotte Flair do? Winning championships at pay-per-views. There you go. So, that's the only reason why she didn't win Survivor Series. Because the no title was actually on the line. <laughs> that's the only reason. Exactly. All right, next up, the Viking Raiders took on Jinder Mahal and Shanky. The Viking Raiders overcame Jinder Mahal and Shanky in earth-shattering fashion after Ivar took to the sky and leaped off the, leapt off the top rope to flatten his opponent and bring the Vikings one step closer to the top of the mountain. Yes, baby, bring the Vikings back. That's what's up. Right? That's going to be a good one. I, I love them, dude. I've always said they were a good tag team. Uh the comic relief they did with the New Day was kind of funny, mm-hmm. but uh, I like to see them taken more seriously and just you know, because Vikings are they've got that broodness to them, dude, and they just they will drink from the skulls of their enemies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is there? So, all right, I like it. All right, all right. Drew McIntyre had a segment with Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss stole Drew McIntyre's sword, Angela. Still stuck in Adam Pierce's desk and made it a centerpiece of the Happy Talk set. When they couldn't pull the weapon out of the desk, however, the Scottish warrior emerged to attack them and reclaimed Angela and Clean's house. Uh, yeah, man. Ooh, you don't want to be messing with a man's sword. Mm-mm. That's bad. No, no, no messing with the Scottish's sword because that's just begging for him to send you the Claymore country. Yes, sir, it is, man. It's just, uh, you don't want to do that. Right. Yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre ain't nobody mess with. You take his sword. Nope. You will feel his wrath soon enough. Yes. They sure did. All right, next up, we had Ridge Holland taking on Cesaro. Prior to his rematch with Cesaro, Ridge Holland used a distraction from mentor Sheamus to attack his imminent opponent with a shillelagh. In the subsequent showdown, the injured Swiss Superman fought with everything he had. Another, another, uh, nevertheless, Holland made use of a second distraction by the Celtic Warrior to overcome his tough-as-nails opponent with a power slam. Also dumb, dude. You can't beat Cesaro fairly, so you gotta freaking do something shady to get the pin, dude. That ain't right. Absolutely I don't right. like it. I don't like what they're doing with Cesaro and Sheamus right now. Uh, to be honest, I thought they were... 
as the bar, they were, you know, they were the bar. All right. And now I'm thinking, dude, what are you guys doing? Just making a rivalry just to make a rivalry on SmackDown? Like, mm-hmm. just saying, right? It seems that's what it's going to be. All right. Naomi took on Shayna Baszler. Sonya Deville's deceptive attempt to take out Naomi didn't go as planned once again. As a WWE official announced Shayna Baszler as Naomi's opponent and distracted her adversary, the Queen of Spades attacked the glowing superstar from behind. Although Baszler quickly locked in the submission at the start of the match, Naomi was able to turn the tables, shift her weight, and pick up the quick three count. I don't know what it is with Sonya Deville's freaking obsession, obsession with Naomi. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's... What's wrong wrong with you, Corella? Yeah, right? I mean, come on, leave her alone. I mean, maybe she just doesn't know. This is how she shows her love. (laughs) I don't know, man, but it's, uh, it ain't right to be throwing throwing around your, uh, your authority like that. Authority like that. So, it's kind of hard to respect your authority with that kind of (laughs) attitude and venomous uh, ways towards somebody. True. All right, next up, we had the New Day taking on SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, in a championship contenders match. In a championship contenders showdown, en route to their day one title match, King Woods and Sir Kofi Kingston would take advantage of the official not seeing an Uso tag. As a result, Kofi would hit the trouble in paradise, and New Day defeated their longstanding rivals en route to the SmackDown Tag Team title match on January 1st. That's what's up, brother. New day. Maybe the new day back in title contention. I'm loving what I'm seeing on the blue brand. Yes. yes. Loving it. New day. Oh, I can't wait. Next up, we had a end of the night uh, segment featuring Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and, of course, a Brock Lesnar sighting. The head of the table returned to SmackDown extremely unhappy with how things went went in his absence. After intensely questioning Paul Heyman of his loyalty, the head of the table hugged his special counsel, thanked him for 40 years of service to his family, and then viciously fired him with, from the island of relevancy with a Superman punch out of nowhere. Before he could cause further damage to Heyman with a pair of steel chairs, though, Brock Lesnar emerged. After tearing through the Usos with earth-shattering F5s, the Beast entered the ring and hit the Universal Champion with a pair of F- F5s designed just for him. Oh, Lord. Of course, man. Uh, they got to build this up. Roman Reigns is the bad guy. Brock Lesnar is the good guy. This is dumb, dude. Mm-hmm. And you know what's stupid? Is some people will just follow suit and be like, Oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar's the good guy. No, Brock Lesnar's never been the damn good guy. All right. What is wrong with you people? There's a lot wrong with these people. And anybody finding this anywhere remotely is good wrestling writing is just... I'm sorry, but Brock Lesnar is not Triple H. Brock Lesnar is not somebody like that that can just turn it on and off. Right. Who can tread the line of being the baby face or the heel. Yeah, he's just... To me, he looks like a big... Dumb freaking bodybuilder that just is a bully. Right. He's always been that way, and Roman Reigns should have been pushed to be the next John Cena because everything that man has been through, and then you turn him heel and make him go against Brock Lesnar when he's the one that was the first one to really put away Brock Lesnar. Right. And now you're going to tell me that 
that you know here what was it six seven years later yeah it's rules reversed and and right. Roman Reigns is the bad guy I doubt exactly I agree with you 100% on that I still hope Roman kicks his ass me too and, and retains the title but uh, it's starting to look like the uh, foundation was beginning to crumble under the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, but, There's you know, definitely cracks in the foundation. There's cracks in the foundation, but you know what? Um, Roman should have seen this coming, too. Yeah. I mean, because as soon as Brock comes back, oh, yeah. Paul Heyman flips that switch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, he always does. Um, doesn't matter who he's... He's done it with Sam Punk, and he's done it with Seth Rollins. Curtis Axel, too. Curtis Axel, you're right. He's done it to everybody. Everybody who considers themselves a Heyman guy at one point will never be the Heyman guy. Yeah. Because yeah. that will always be Brock Lesnar. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. It's dumb, and I I can't wait to get this whole storyline over with because I'm tired of seeing Brock Lesnar already. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. 100%. Um... The only thing I'll be okay with about the bloodline, if anything happens, is just let Roman retain the title. Yeah, exactly. You can let this. You can let New Day win the SmackDown tag titles. He can have his issue with the Usos after that, but just for the love of God, because we don't want to see this championship go away. Because we guarantee you, if you let him lose, you won't let him retain. You won't let him win it back at the Rumble against Lesnar. And then it will be gone off of TV until WrestleMania. Yep. And we all know it. So don't do that. Don't be stupid. Please, just don't be stupid. That's what we're only worried about, is you being stupid about it. All right, so that was a good show. Can't wait to get back into the swing of things even more tomorrow. We got yeah. baseball, basketball talk. Looking just, forward to it. have had some family around, just right. things going on. So we haven't forgot about y'all. Just been pretty busy. Yeah, so... But uh, we got a couple baseball items to cover tomorrow, mostly basketball, of course. Curry, the new record holder, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. so that's going to be fun. Absolutely, it's going to be amazing. Can't wait to discuss it. Then football talk, we got the COVID issue that had been happening, so we got games being pushed. That's why we're actually, we were already planning on moving football talk to Wednesday. That way we can cover all the games yeah. that, um, will be, that were pushed back, so that was already planned. And then AEW talk will bring you, of course, on Thursday, and then wrestling talk, or sorry, WWE talk will be off until Sunday um, due to Christmas being Saturday, and then we'll bring you a quick preview of WWE Day 1 for the following weekend, which then means WWE talk will actually be off that week. So, unless we decide to do it on Sunday again. Yeah. Because we could if we wanted to. Depends if we have time to actually watch the pay-per-view. That's going to be the other thing. Yeah. we got to have time to watch the pay-per-view. Everything going on has been kind of nuts. Yeah, it's been a little cray-cray. But we're trying to get you on schedule. And then, of course, Season 7 of the podcast will begin after the new year anyway. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll have that much more for you. And as always, keep keep on on talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. 
at TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.